What's going on, everybody? It's your boy. It's your sis. Um, once again, I'm your boy, your brother, your uncle, your cousin, your nephew, Cam. Cam Logan. Some know me as PC, aka Pastor Cam. Um, some know me as just PC. Cam. Are you with me? Some know me as Cam on the Cam. Shout you out can to just the, call me just Cam. Shout out to the little girls who have a lemonade stand right outside our house. Literally right outside. Um, I bought some lemonade from them. <laughs> Literally right I wanted outside. to shout them out. The young brown skin girls. Um, it's good. I need a little more sugar, but it's good. And then we sitting here with, we sitting here with the lovely, the beautiful, the stylist, the stylish. The stylist or the stylish? Both. Okay. The fashionista. The style queen. The the stump on your necks. <laughs> the get your edges together. It cracks me up anytime anybody says that about me. The snatch your wig. You just gonna keep stepping on our necks like this? I don't know why, but I, I get such a strong visual when I see that phrase, step on necks. Like, I literally see somebody stepping on somebody's neck. You see somebody <laughs> stepping on necks. It probably hurt, too. I know. That's why I'd be like, oh, that's so aggressive. But okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> aggressive if that's how you feel you know but this is this is this is us anyways um the lovely <laughs> oh you still introducing me sorry vicky, this, my, this taking you too long to introduce vicky me. logan you know what i'm saying vicky logan she used to be the new vicky lou until i came in her life <laughs> they made her vicky lou got the a flow new pair of vicky low oh yeah, you know I mean, RP Uncle Bishop V Low. You used to say that to me. You dig? Um, but today, um, I've I've just you know I've just been in the Word. Cam's finna preach. Um, I've been in the Word. I've been, I've been. He did whole sermon prep for this one. I've been listening to wise counsel. <laughs> I have been communicating with the Father. Okay. As well as uh, gaining intel uh, and insight on this particular topic. Because my wife said that she wanted to talk about this. And so I, I wanted to be prepared on another level. Okay. There were some other things that, that I thought it was my day to choose the topic. So I was prepared for something else. Oh, but when the word is in you. But I told you we could talk about that. It's no, no, no. I, I am ready for oh, words. Oh, all right. Words with friends. Okay. You know what's funny? I literally just downloaded Words with Friends again because Raven's ad. Raven's ad. It prompted me. Somebody challenged me, and I could not turn down the challenge. So mm, yeah, Vicky is a beast on Words with Friends. I am. I don't know my username, but I'm not that smart, so I lose every time. So uh, no, you used to be a good competition, kinda. Yeah, because I was cheating. You were cheating? I told you this. There were the Words with Friends cheat app. And I would still win. Exactly. That's that's when I knew it was time to hang it up. Wow. I am. <laughs> wow. You know? Stop. No, that wasn't it. It was supposed oh, to be this one. Aha. Uh -huh. Ah, Jamie. So today we're going to talk about words. The power of your words 
So go ahead and uh, start oh. us off, babe. N- no, you doing with the whole sermon? Well, you you said because I remember if I remember correctly, in the last podcast we that's how we got to this because we said something about where I it, it literally just slipped my mind. I don't remember what we said. We just said we the, were talking the words about are powerful. Yeah, like oh, because we said something along the lines of we used to, people used to say. You guys know the saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but your words will never hurt me. And I said, that's one of the biggest lies. Uh, oh, that. Oh, yeah. We were talking about how. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's literally one of the biggest lies people can. Yeah. You can ever say because there are people literally right now that are walking around depressed, hurt, shattered, broken because of the words that people have spoke over them. Maybe it was something that their mom said. Maybe it was something that their dad said. Maybe it's something that a teacher said. Maybe it's something that someone that they really cared for said, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, you mm-hmm. know, a family member, wh- whatever, a, a f- just a friend in general. Like, oh, you like you suck as a like whatever the case may be. You know, there are so many people that are literally walking around that. Yeah. Even like celebrities, like some people like they, some people feed off of that, and yeah, they said I would never like, bro. They said that to you when you were three, and you're stink still thinking about what they said that you would never be. Yeah. And so, you know, I believe, like many of us do believe, that you know words are the most powerful thing that many of us have. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I've learned about words is words words are very powerful when they're spoken, but they're also they're also just as powerful when they're not spoken because it can hinder things from happening or hinder you from moving forward in life if you don't use certain words. Like for example, if you never like speak if you never speak life into yourself or if you never like have powerful words speaking over spoken speaking speaking spoken over you um which you should be able to do yourself you know um then you won't there are certain things that you just won't get in life because you haven't spoken those words or you haven't um believe believe those words about yourself or whatever so like i've learned that words are also powerful when you don't say them as well even like things that you haven't shared or things that you've maybe kept like in your head, just because it's in your head doesn't mean that you've spoken it to get it out. Like I've learned over time in our, in my relationship with Cam, like just because I may feel something and like the words are in my head, if I never said it, he won't know. Never. So like it still would, it could still affect me because I'm not talking. Like we shared that story from like early on in our marriage when I wouldn't talk because like literally like I would keep words to myself. I would keep things that I needed to say in my head and then I would live in my head and like pretty much beat myself up because I wasn't being transparent and vulnerable with him or with myself or with anyone. I wasn't praying about it. I wasn't talking about it. I wasn't doing nothing. It was just everything I was thinking and feeling was just in my head. So the words never came out and that's how words can either make or break your relationships. It's like, if you never express something to someone, they don't know. Right. I seen this post the other day and it was like, um, 
like if you didn't say it directly to me, I it didn't happen or like it's not it's like it doesn't affect me. Like so if you feeling something about me, you never say it, then I don't know. Or if something happened and you didn't tell me, I don't know. Like even if I heard about it from somebody else, you didn't tell me directly. So I don't know. I can't I can't address something that you've never said. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the same thing like I see where you're going with this. <laughs> it's the same thing like in our faith too. It's like we have to speak things because otherwise it doesn't exist. Mm. Like if you don't mm. speak the things speak or say the things that you know to be true, like the things you have faith for, then it won't happen. Oh, okay. See, now I'm going to preach. <laughs> but Manny was talking about this on Instagram. The what other was day. he saying? Come he on. was talking about, I don't know, what was the one on Instagram? Or maybe it was on Instagram. I don't remember. He was talking about how um, this our culture today talks about meditation and, oh, you should meditate. Oh, this is how you meditate, blah, blah, blah. And they think it's just you sitting with your legs crossed in that position that I don't like, um, you know, aligning your chakras or whatever. Um <laughs> So when people read in the Bible that you're supposed to meditate, they think that means I'm supposed to sit in the quiet and not say nothing and just sit there. But that's actually not what the Bible means by meditate. And he goes into a whole a whole thing about what that word meditate in the Bible actually means. But basically, the Bible, when it says meditate, it means to speak over yourself, speak the word over yourself. So you're supposed to literally like verbally say things. That's why we write scriptures down and we put them everywhere in our house. And, you know, because you're supposed to say the things out loud that you believe, you know, because those words have power when they're spoken, not just when you read them and it's in your head and then you don't ever say, like it, it goes away easy if you don't like repeat it. So meditation would be to speak it and say the words out loud, right? So that's why words are so important. And like when they're said, it's like when you when you speak something, when you say something verbally, it gives it power. It literally it so, gives whatever was a thought, it gives it legs. Right, right. So thoughts can be like they can be the catalyst for actions, but they also can die if they haven't been given power mm. with the words. So Oh, you said you said enough this. Am I setting it up really good you for you? me up. You, you said something earlier that I want to go back to, okay? When, when you, and you said it in a friend's sense, whereas if, if you're feeling some type of way about me, and what, whether it's good or bad, and you never tell me, mm -hmm. you don't give me the ability to respond or react. Right. You don't give me the the ability to. You don't even get the chance to feel good about what to you said. To feel relief it. about what you said. Right. You don't. You don't give me that liberty. Right, and that's not fair. Right. So, like those of us that are that are PKs, and we too have accepted the call to to preach the gospel, uh, uh, and and take the mantle of of what's next in succession and all those great grandiose big words. Right. If if we then are following our father's footsteps and in our father's shadow and we minister or preach or whatever, we, I, even though you are my wife and when I'm done preaching, like I literally look to you to like, bro, did, babe, did that make sense? Like, was that good? Like, and when you say it's good, like I feel good. Right. But I always, it always matters to me what my dad thinks. Right. And 
there's been times where he's man, dude, that was da 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 da, man, like, and I and I'm like, Whew. because because I look to my dad, like he's literally he's been doing this mm-hmm. for. 28 29 years well, we all look to our parents for approval because they birthed us exactly like, regardless of if we want to admit look, that or not we look to we them need for their approval, approval period right we need period their approval. if we have healthy relationships even well, if even we if, don't even, even if, if we, we don't, don't we you're looking for that you'll look that, for it somewhere else but you want that approval exactly oh you just said it you, you're saying you're <laughs> okay saying things so so we look to our fathers for the approval that mm-hmm. we so desperately desire Yes. Even if we don't feel it's as desperate as we think it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so the moment he gives me, you know, uh, uh, constructive criticism, I feel a certain way because I'm like, man, like I thought, you know, what I'm saying? I, thought I did. It, low key I hurts. it hurts. Yeah. It hurts because words have power. Mm-hmm. Words are not just things that we say that pass our larynx and and come out of our mouth and just a breath uh, uh, of words and and stuff that we say in gibberish. No, no, no. Words literally have life-giving and life-destroying power. Yep. And that's what's so powerful. Like when you were talking about like how like you look for your dad's approval, like everybody does, but we don't even, like a lot of people don't have their father in their life or they don't have a good relationship with their father, but they still want that approval. So they're going to get it from somewhere, which is how we end up with a lot of people who outsource their, their validation through friends, people they watch on TV, people they can look up to. They find somebody or something to validate them. It could be, you know, another person. It could be money. It could be like, I mean, they skin color. Yep. Some people use anything to validate themselves and make them feel yes. better about themselves because nobody told them. And that's why those words are so important, which is why we need healthy families, healthy relationships, which is why we do this podcast, because we want y'all to have healthy relationships. So your kids don't go out looking for no validation and approval and words from somebody who don't really love them or care about outside, them or can't give it to them. Outside of the ecosystem. Where it's healthy. W- yes. Yeah. This is why this is why I said what I said. Um in I believe it was the last podcast about uh, uh, my idea or my ideal idea of marriage. Well, it came from the it came from the word, right? Because everything that we do inside of the ecosystem of God, when we do things His way, because it's His idea, right? Uh, I'll use this example. Those of us know, many of you, seventy five percent of you, have gotten furniture from IKEA at some point. Like, let's just just be honest. Put your hand up. Raise your hand. Ain't nothing wrong with Ikea. And there is nothing wrong with Ikea. And I'm not about to bash Ikea or anything. Like, I'm just going to say this. (laughs) However, when you get home after you have seen in the store or online what was built, then you go to the level where what you see what was built is in its package and it's contained. Then you have to take what's packaged and contained and then build what you saw, assemble what you saw, (laughs) right? If you don't use the directions, you will assemble it wrong 99.9% of the time because they are going to give you additional pieces, additional screws because they know 
they know, know you're gonna lose. You're gonna use a torque wrench and you're gonna use a power drill when you don't need to because they tell you to hand tighten it. Because if hand, you tighten it too hard, then it's gonna split. It's the gonna wood split through that little cheap wood. And it messes it up. And you're gonna mess up your I whole thing. I learned that right? too many times. So when we do <laughs> things outside of the direction of God, we find ourselves in pickles and situations where, oops, I have now drilled a hole where. I should have put a thumbtack. Yes. Right? And that hole does not get filled easily. And so this is why I always say whatever we do as believers, we have to do it and follow the manual. Right? This is why our, this is this is also why our words are important. <laughs> like the Lego <laughs> man. Like the Lego man. I need my instructions. <laughs> you, you do. Right? This is why. So So we know. Words are so powerful that the earth and the universe was formed with a word from God. It was literally a word. Right? Mm -hmm. You don't believe me? Read Hebrews 11, verse 3. Okay, here you go. Here was notes. These are you for. Write it down. This is for you Bible readers. <laughs> for those of you that said we was just making up stuff on this other podcast. Okay. These are, this is See, for the words, Bible readers. Words. All right. You said some words. Okay. Now Cam is on fire. Words do not only create life and joy and happiness and and create emotions that make us feel but words also can create lacerations and wounds mm -hmm. and scars Very and true. have lots of those even if you have a scar or a scab where a previous wound Wound word or word wound, that's what we were saying too, word wounds. When you have a previous word wound that is is beginning to get healed, that's where the scab comes in. Someone can say something else. Using that word? And start and, picking at that and scab. It's a, and it's a trigger. And it'll bleed again. Because it's a trigger word. Starts now. picking at what was beginning to heal. Triggers. All because of your words. Mm -hmm. The Bible also says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. This is why it's important that you have a, a healthy communication with people that are in your life. Because the moment that somebody gets mad at you and you guys think you guys are cool on a certain level, and then they come out and say something that's extra foul and from left field. In the back of my head, I'm like, oh, you've been thinking about that for a long time. Yeah. Because you don't just say stuff. Right. It's been that's festering. That's not already in your heart. It's been festering. Oh, so you've probably I, said it to somebody else, too, oh, at that point. Y'all ain't going to clap. You've probably rehearsed it in your head and said it to someone else. And then you wanted to say it to me now that you finally built up enough courage. Gotcha. The opportune I, man, time. Opportune listen, time. I've been around some people. I was just around it and it wasn't it wasn't like they were my friend or or maybe I was cool with them, but I was like, "Oh, I will never give you my heart to that extent because the moment I do something that's contrary to what you like, you, you liable to say anything about me." It's then people that you meet and the first time you meet them or the second time you meet them, they start talking about everybody they know. Or start talking specifically about somebody in a negative way that you may know 
Oh, girl, well, this is what I know about this person. Okay, bet. So basically, I don't need to tell you anything about me because yep. you're going to run and tell somebody else the same thing that you told me about so-and-so. Gotcha. Yep. Cool. Bet. Yep. Gotcha. We have to be careful about transparent. That transparency line is real thin, and people be thinking, well, if I'm transparent with this person, then they'll be my friend. Actually, I'm keeping tabs on you. Like, I'm actually calculating. I'm an observant person, and... I think this is what we was going to talk about, but I'm also defensive. So when I meet people, I, I observe first and I don't get close to people. It takes a lot for me to get close to them and open up to them. Once we're friends and I feel like I'm comfortable and I can trust you enough, I am an open book. But for the most part, I am very observant when I meet people and I watch how they talk yep. and how they move. What words do you use, how you use them in conversation with me when you don't even know me? And if you start mouthing off about stuff that ain't none of my business, then I know none you're probably not the person that I'm going to be talking to afterwards. Uh, we might just be, you know, real surface level because I'm not going to give you my heart. Yeah. Because you're probably going to walk all over it. The Bible also says this. I'm giving y'all scriptures on tonight. I'm sorry for those of you that that think the gospel music has gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Proverbs 12, verse 6, ESV. It's called discernment. says, the words of the wicked lie in wait for blood, but the mouth of the upright delivers them. This is why our words are so important, because there are literally people. I'm not going to go there. Help me, Jesus. Don't go there. Please don't go there. You're going to go there. I'm not. <laughs> don't grab me. <laughs> I had, just sorry, I had to, to I had to let the Holy Spirit help me with that. Me. I'll tell you later. <laughs> I want to know. Help me, Holy Ghost. I want to know. There are Can people. Me? I want to know. There are people groups. There are <laughs> things, people in places that literally sit and wait for people's downfall so that they can attack with their mouth. Yes. Or their fingers. Being on the internet, I have learned this firsthand um, in many in many cases, but particularly for those of you who have been following me on YouTube for any amount of time, you know there was there was a point where people listen. They find one thing and then they attack and swarm. They were they were plotting that. That's a plot. It was a plotting of the downfall. And those words that they said, they did affect me. Okay, to this day, they still do. Word wounds. And people don't realize, like, they don't realize how powerful words can really be. Like, I feel like sometimes it don't even be, the people don't even realize they're being used. They like never the little, realize. The little spirits and demons that be in their head. But that's where them words be coming from. And they don't have power. Those words don't have, this is what I've learned. This is what I've learned. Those words, like, I remember before I was really popular on the internet. That sounds so vain. Before I was really popular on the internet, it's just, it's the truth. certain things could not hurt me. Like you could have said words like that to me in person, one person at a time wouldn't affect, wouldn't have affected me, would not have hurt me, would not have. But after seeing them over and over and over again and reading them in my head, and then every now and then when somebody would bring it up in person, I I just say it like as a joke. But then it's like over time, those words became stronger and I started to believe you them. start to believe the lie. You start to believe lies. The words don't have power until you start speaking them yourself. And then it's like, okay. I'm going to plug my dad real quick. He preached a message a month ago that it was a series. It's called 
What happens when lies become easy to believe? You start to you start to, to read the best of us. The more the, the more, more you, you read, read something, the more you see something, the more you believe it. The more it becomes less of a shock to you. Mm-hmm. It's like you get desensitized. Oh, wow! And then it's easy for you. Your, I am such your, and such and such your guard such. is not up anymore because you're desensitized to it. It's like oh, I see that all the time. So then over time, it's easier for you to be attacked because your guard is not up. Yep. I'm going to tell you, and we might get flagged for this. I don't know. But y'all government is real good at doing that. <clears throat> yep. The so, media is real good at doing that. The media will. Don't get me started. Yeah. I mean. Don't get me well, started. Why, well, why? All right. <laughs> like someone said already, Proverbs 12, 6, that. Uh, the words of the wicked lie in wait for blood, but the mouth of the upright delivers them. Okay. We also know in Proverbs, life and death life is in the death. power of the tongue. Mm-hmm. And those who love it will eat of its fruits. Yes. Okay? And I want to, um, do I want to do this? Do I want to choose violence? Like, okay, so like we said, we have the Bible for our instruction manual, correct? So when we... When we speak words, the words we're supposed to be speaking are supposed to be the words that we read from our instruction manual. Um, That's the difference between uh, speaking things into existence and manifesting. For those of you who asked that question of me before, um, the the term manifesting has has turned into something that the, you know, the people of the world who may not or may believe in the instruction manual that we believe in. Um, they, they just say the words that they want to say, but we're supposed to be speaking things into existence that are in our instruction manual. Okay. So that, that's, that's the difference. I just wanted to, to throw that out there. Um, thy kingdom come, we, thy will be done we're, on we're earth God's, as it is in heaven. God's will. So for it our is lives. our, so that's what we responsibility to speak what is happening in heaven to right. happen here to on ha- earth. To make it happen on earth. Speaking things into existence would be speaking the things that are happening in heaven onto earth so that we bring heaven down. We are not speaking random things that we want to do and random things we want to achieve into existence if it doesn't align with God's will. Just like life. prophetic words, right? I've gotten so many off words in my life. Yes. They, they and how do I wrong. know it's off when it does not line up with the word of God? Well, that... Well, my parents, no, they wasn't going to raise me to be no rapper. So why would you prophesy that I'm going to rap? Yeah. That that don't line up. That ain't it. You know, because God is going to give the (laughs) instruction to the people that he entrusted me with. Right. So why? So this is this is why it's you got to be watchful. You got to be watchful. You got to have discernment into your life. Discernment. Prophesying to you. Okay. First of all, is it in the word? Are they what is whatever they're saying? Is it right? Because sometimes people can say stuff like he said, like those words can still be powerful. So the words that they speak in my phone numbers ain't in the Bible. They so might you telling not me be, my phone number. <laughs> they might not be be words that you needed to hear, but it sounded like something you wanted to hear. So then you go based on that, but then you derail in your whole life going off of something that somebody said that ain't got nothing to do with you. They just came up they might not be of god <laughs> like if some man come up to you and you don't know him and he tell you i'm gonna be your husband and you you just know he lying that ain't it sis you gotta be you gotta be you gotta have some discernment okay gotta, and have, any, gotta have discernment any random man that come up and tell you that he your husband 
I don't think that's it. I'm sorry. I'm Feeling just going to let you facts. know. First time he see you, oh, man, you're going to be my wife. Nah, I don't think that's it. Um, I don't think that's it. It could happen. It, it oh, could happen. But, 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 but also, line it up with the instruction. Man, You should probably reach out to the manufacturer on that one because uh, people just be saying stuff. And they could be, they could they could be talking this a whole other, a whole other deity that you don't even know, and uh, getting some instructions from somebody else. Listen, are we using our words to edify one another, to build uplift, each other up, to, to build, encourage? Yes. Or are we using our words to destroy people? Right? Are they filled with hate? Mm. Are they filled with love? Are they filled with bitterness? Mm. Are they filled with envy? Mm. Are they filled with compliments? Mm. Are they filled with love? And then, or are they filled with lust? Ooh, are you having corrupt communication with people? Lustful text, lustful messages. Sexy. You want are you sex. are you texting one of your friends and talking about somebody else? Mm. Or are you texting one of your friends and saying, you know what? Man, we really need to build such and such and such and such up because she got, listen, if she just get this together. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Man, listen, this going to happen for her. Or girl, listen, girl, you got it. Uh-uh. One of your homegirls feeling down on herself. Uh-uh. No, girl, listen, you are everything that God said you are. This is how, this is how I build my friends up. This is why it's so important. And I told Cam, I was like, I want to start having more podcast episodes where we talk about just how to be good friends with people because it just seemed like a lot of people struggle with that. And I feel like before you even get to talking about this whole marriage conversation and who you should marry and how you're supposed to go about dating them, let's can we figure out how to be friends first? Do you build up your friends? Do you encourage them? Do you love on them? Do you treat them like, well, I mean, we hope you treat yourself good. If you treat yourself good, do you treat them <coughs> like you treat yourself? Or how are you treating yourself? Let's start with the relationship with yourself first. Do That's you use so, good words with yourself? I hate to cut you off, but this is so, this is everything you're saying. This is, this is what, uh, this is also what I was listening to earlier today. I was listening to this pastor. I believe his name is, uh, I'll look at it later, but he was ministering and he was, he was speaking to couples, but then he said this, he said, it kills him as a pastor who counsels Christian, uh, couples, when they say that there's irreconcilable differences, he says, well, he says, I, I start off like this. Are, are you saved? And they say, yeah, yeah, we're saved, man. We love God. He said, okay, do you, do you read the Bible? Oh man, we read the Bible every day. We read the Bible all the time. We read the Bible together. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So do you believe what the Bible says? When it says this in Ephesians, uh, uh, I believe it's five, Ephesians five, where, it's, where the Bible says, husbands. Love your wives as Christ loves the church. And then it goes on and continues to say some amazing things. And they're like, well, 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 well. The Bible never instructs the wife. It don't. It don't say that. To love their husband like Christ loved the church. It don't say that. It don't say that. Oh, we're we about to get deep. It don't say that the husband, I mean, the wife should love their husbands. It does not say that. Then he said I mean, this. It should, but it doesn't say that. Then the husband always wants, well, the Bible says that, that, that uh, uh, wives submit to your own husband. But the Bible also says that we should love one another and submit to one another. Mm -hmm. Building one another up. Mm -hmm. Loving each other like you love yourself. 
So if I love me and I do, why would I treat you bad? If I'm supposed to love my wife and love my neighbor as I love myself. And this is why we, this is what I treat you bad. This is where we run into the issue. The issue is that they don't really love themselves and their actions are not a reflection of how they feel about you, but a reflection of how they feel about themselves. Because it's always deeper than the surface. Uh, I know that sounded real elementary, but that was deep. What uh, you see. I'm sorry to keep cutting you off because there's just so much that I was about I, to say something I, stupid. So there's so okay. much that I see now, right? The plants that you see that are rooted in the ground, what you see is not all there is, right? What you see on the surface is a product of what's happening underground. Underground. Mm-hmm. Are you deeply rooted, or are the roots that we can't see? Broken, brittle. Have you not been watered? Have people not been watering you with words of encouragement, with words of love? Have you not received love from uh, early on in your early childhood development? Are you still suffering from some breakage, from some from some uh, 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 droughts in your life, from some seasons in your life where you never got over such and such and such and such, where you never allowed yourself to be healed? Is yep. there something that is blocking your continued growth and continued success. Yep. What we say is deeper than what we see. And I kind of transitioned a little bit. I remember when uh, I was, I remember when v- Vicky and I first started I like talking just as friends, we just talk and we just, you know, we talked a lot because Vicky's a very intelligent person. Very, very, oh. very, very intelligent. Well, thank you. And, and when we would talk, we're like, man, this, this, I ain't never had no conversation like this with no girl before. And so I would be like, okay, so we would just talk. And then I was one of the guys. I I would crack some joke or whatever, whatever the case may be. And I can just tell, I can just sense like she's being very defensive. And then I would say it. I'd be like, why are you so defensive? What do you mean? Why I'm defensive? And like she would, and we're like, oh, okay. It's not, you know what's funny? It's really not that I can't take a joke or that I'm super sensitive about stuff. Cause I've never been that kind of person. Like I, things don't really hurt my feelings, but I've grown up in a house where you had to be quick and you had to have like, like you had to be able to defend yourself regardless. Right. Because my dad, if you know who my dad is, you know how he is. Um, <laughs> he's very abrasive. Okay. Growing up, he, he would always have something to say like oh you got jokes so i'd be like oh so that's what you that's how you feel you know what i mean like it's just like we always was quick with it okay so if cam said something to me and like i felt like it was a slight jab at me i'm like oh okay so you go in there and he'd be like chill like that's not even what i meant oh sure okay but it's just because i grew up in that rough mentality (laughs) i had very straightforward parents who would just you know kind of say whatever they was thinking. And so I would just be ready for it. Like, you know what I mean? I'd always have my, my gates up ready to shoot if I'm, if I got to shoot. Right. So, you know, and that's just how I grew up. That's what's in my roots. So that's what you see. Okay. Obviously over time, I've gotten a lot softer. I've softened up a little bit, but I was ready though. I was ready. I was a, I was a strong Eight. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but, you know, I've softened up over time. But really, you know what I've learned also? Over time, even though I have softened up, I've also retreated myself too, which is also not a good thing. Like in some ways I have become more vulnerable and sensitive, but I've also become more not, I guess it's still guarded in a way, but I've become more like, I listen more, but I say less. So like, I'll say what I have to say, but also like, if I know, like if I want to say something and I know it's going to be mean, I'll just keep it to myself. But that's good though. Right. That's self-control. That's I wisdom. more self-control now. Because you, you, you're segueing me. <laughs> because when you know, and my wife says this about me all the time, I'm very calculated in, in how I respond He's to people. He's very calculated. Usually I will edit out how slow he takes to respond to something or like. <laughs> yeah. Because. He'd be like. Because I understand this. I, and it's a quote that's been said so many times. People oftentimes won't remember uh, uh, what you said, but they'll remember how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. And if you ever say something that makes someone feel a certain way, man, like what you did for them, oh, man, we, like, we could feed the homeless, but if we walk around like, here, man, take your plate. Well, bro, they're not going to remember they fed, you know, 500 people even were like dude like they were all jerks and yeah your 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 servitude meant nothing because of the way you because treated the people because of your attitude this is why the bible well, I, also says this in matthew chapter 12 oh i told you i'm giving y'all scriptures on tonight in matthew 12 verses 36 and 37 the bible says this <laughs> jesus says this I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak. Not just pastors. We always make this scripture and make scriptures like this about pastors. Oh, you know, pastor, you're going to have to answer for what you said to the people. Mm. No, 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 no. It says, I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak. For by your words, you will be justified. And by your words, you will be condemned. Mm. This is not what I'm saying. I love when preachers go, I'm not not telling you my opinion. (laughs) Oh, but I'm telling you what the word says. (laughs) Well, and then, but still, like, even before that point, it's like your reputation is going to be followed by the words you speak. And like how people perceive like okay let's use a positive example everybody knows miss tabitha brown auntie tab we all love tab why do we all love tab because every day she has something positive to say she has the most sweet georgia peach yes cobbler apple pie words to say they're always so it just feels we had a whole group chat about tab one time we did it was just like right after the wendy situation i've never seen her talk before but she just brought me to such like she gave me such peace when she was talking it's the way that i wish i could be like that i'm still a little little i follow auntie tab i'm not vegan and 90 percent of the time like i'm not gonna buy none of her recipes none of that but i just love (laughs) to listen to someone that is going to speak life into you every time you scroll down your feed every and she will and even the way she clapped back at wendy was so 
it was so, it didn't even feel bad. She treated her life, but she laced it with grace and love. So sweet. Like it was just so I was like, wow, like Because here's the thing. I keep cutting you off and I know it's gonna be a lot of feminist comments on okay. here talking about Cam, you'd never give your wife opportunity to speak. Okay. Watch the other twenty three episodes that we have. <laughs> go Bye. go with God. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go with God. Um but but she was able to identify this. This is also why I take time in responding the way that I do to certain things is because I understand that everybody wasn't raised in a healthy situation. Everybody did not experience love like certain people experience love. I'm not even going to make about me because somebody said we, we're we just talking so condescendingly to those of us that have not Listen, experienced that. Some people in the comments words Go have with gotten God. to Cam. All right. <laughs> Go with he God. is going in today. Go with God. I feel apostolic on tonight. Uh, Go with God. Uh, here, hear this. The reason Tabitha was able to respond the way she did is because she she didn't see Wendy the the flower that's rooted uh, uh, above ground. She, she saw, saw the, roots. the brokenness mm-hmm. of the roots, and that's that why you have to have the ground. That's why you have to have strong discernment, and you have to understand. And I tell people this all the time. Most of the time, people's actions are not about you. They're about them and what they've gone through and what they're hurt by. So usually, if somebody hurts you or is seeking to hurt you or says something or does something mean to you, it's not even your fault. It's not about you. That's why you have to forgive people because it's not you. They're not attacking you. They're Forgiveness mad is not about themselves. them. It's about you. Yes, because then you'll grow roots of anger and bitterness, and then you'll treat people the same way that they treated you because it. It's not even about you. It was about them and what they went through. So, you know what I'm saying? You it's the I'm thing saying? behind the thing. It's the thing behind the thing. And that's why I'd be like, okay, you have to understand, like, what is going on in your heart and in your mind. Whatever you're going through, you have to heal that before you can properly have healthy relationships. Because whatever's going on in you is going to be amplified through somebody else. Because they're probably going to do something or say something that's going to trigger you. Like, it's... It's most likely going to happen. It's going to come up at some point. Whatever in those compartments, at some point, you're going to be triggered and they're going to see that. So you can't hide from them. Whatever you went through, whatever's happened in your life to you, you can't hide it from them. So either A, you're going to have to deal with it or talk about it or do both. Deal with it and talk about it with them so that you they, there's an understanding there. You know what I mean? Um, that's very important, especially for like building romantic marriage type relationships too that's super important because you're spending your life with this person okay so you have to be able to understand each other on a deeper level than just what y'all like and what stuff y'all have in common like we gotta really know each other girl you preaching because we also have to be sensitive to each other and be like okay certain things i can't say to this person like that because i already know what she been through i already know what he been through i can't say it like that Dwell together with one another. You have to learn each other. Knowledge. You have to learn how to support one another. Like we talked about last week. Nobody saw it because it was on the Patreon live that we did. But they were asking, how do you support your spouse through grief and pain and struggles and all this stuff, good and bad? How do you support your spouse? You have to learn them. Yeah. And how do you do that? By talking with words. Communication. Communication. Verbal communication effective communication that's how you build relationships with through communication communication is not talking 
Communication is not listening. Communication is talking and listening. Mm-hmm. It's it's a two way street. And observing and, and studying. Because some and, people just talk, and yep, you just and they don't listen. And 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 it's like, well, well, baby, well, no, 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 you let me talk. Okay. And and as soon as you get to that, let me talk. And now whoever it is, they're like, okay. And now they're not even really engaged in the conversation anymore because they're waiting for you to finish so that they can get what it is that they feel like expressing out. And this is why we Remember have we said that. so many people clash. Because we said that when we were, um, we were doing counseling for a couple at one time and we were talking about the difference between like communicating just to get your feelings out and communicating to actually get an understanding. You cannot communicate, like you cannot listen to somebody just to have a rebuttal like listening yeah. listening just to respond like okay i'm listening but i still have my thoughts and my feel like that's not listening you're not you're not being sensitive to them you're still sensitive to you yep and how you feel so you're not really listening you're like just hearing them so you tell can you respond to do something that you don't want to do and they say boy you you hear me talking to you yes but you don't want to do it so you weren't listening so they tell you to sit down you physically sit down, but in your head, you standing up. <laughs> right. But you sitting down, but you. <laughs> right. That's the whole premise of compromise. When you compromise in a relationship, you are setting aside yourself to consider somebody else. You are not putting yourself first when you compromise. You can't put yourself first when you compromise. That's what being selfless is. That's how you do that. So if you still putting yourself first and still thinking about yourself when somebody is expressing themselves to you, you're not. That's you're being selfish. You should. Probably what kind of fish change. are you being? That's what you say. <laughs> what kind of what fish kind are of you fish being? Fish are you being? Selfish. Not selfish. And mm-hmm. that's it's, it's just it's so good. I'm so glad we're talking about this. I have words I are have so word. Good. I can go on words a long time because I've learned a lot about words in my 30 years of life. I'm gonna say 30 because I'm almost there. <laughs> Uh, it's a short stretch. Listen, I don't care if we still got five months left. I still, I'm, I think I'm thirty already. La- last couple of things I'll say, and uh, I'm closing. Okay. <laughs> last couple of things I'll say, and I'm closing. Those of us that are believers, those of you that want to believe, want to be believers, you're on the fence. You may be on the verge. You may like us, and you're like, man, I'm not there yet. Listen, this is not, we're not here to try to convert you from whatever. We're just here trying to showcase an extension of who we are, right? We are who we are. You may like us for who we are because of what we believe in, our core values, right? And that, those values come from the Bible, right? And so Jesus, he reminds us that the words that we speak not only do they overflow from our hearts, there is an expectancy from people to believers that you change the way that you communicate. You change how you talk, right? When you're in the world, you talk like the world, you act like the world. Yeah. And we're not saying this in a condescending way. It's just listen, listen b- to listen to facts. my feel my heart. Basic facts. Feel birds my of heart a fe- when I birds say birds of this. a feather. People who you the people you're around are going to influence you. I'm an influencer, so I know how this works. Okay, you're an advertisement wherever you go, and the people that you see are advertisements for something. 
They're yep. advertising something. So when you're walking around, everybody has some kind of influence. They either influence you to do good or do bad. Influence you to believe one way or believe the other way. So it's, it. I mean, it's just, there's always some type of influence. You have to decide for yourself what you are going to be influenced by. But whoever you hang around the most is where you're going to get your influence from. Whatever you see the most is what's going to influence you. That's just how that works. That's, I think that's like the first message I ever, or the first series I ever taught as a youth pastor in 2015 was the power of influence and impact. Everybody has influence and impact. Because one, I, because but. I understand, and I'll get back to what I was saying, because I understand how impressionable youth and young people are. They're constantly looking up to someone or something and mm-hmm. those who they gravitate towards, they are more likely to emulate, emulate or imitate. Blessings. You want to get soda? Right. And so. <laughs> That's very true, though. When you're a teenager, you're so impressionable. Like, think about how impressionable we were when we were teenagers. Like, the stuff we watched and the stuff that we, like, for instance, I was a huge Disney Channel fan. Okay. I loved Raven Simone. That's so Raven was my favorite. I was in the Raven Simone fan club. I was on the forum. I used to meet all the Raven Simone fans. Like it was a serious thing. I had her pictures on my wall. It was serious. Literally everything, all my jokes and everything that I used to say came from That's So Raven. All of the things that I liked, the music that I listened to, it, that was my influence, my inner rim circle. That was what influenced yep. me watching Disney Channel. So if I... Things I say now probably came from <laughs> probably came from Disney Channel. That's just how it was. Okay, yeah. these kids nowadays they have to have something to look up to. They probably watch people on TikTok all day, every day. They can do all the dances and you know that's all the stuff. And I'm just like, what is that? But that's what they that's what they know. That's right. They know the internet is influencing them. Literally, you become what you, you consume. become. What yeah? You got to protect your gates, right? Because you will become that. Because oh, whatsoever a man thinketh, whatever you constantly think about, is what you're gonna do. So you're gonna be. It's gonna it's gonna come out of your mouth. Right. What comes out of your mouth then gets legs and takes life. And so that's why it's important for us to watch what we allow into our eyes, our ears, smells. Mm-hmm. A certain smell can take you back to bro a place. Oh my gosh! Yes, those of us that you know lived a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, in sin, you can smell something and it take you right back to the place. I just leave it at that. Yeah, that's true. You can hear a song and it take you right back to two thousand. What we see, or things that you were exposed to, when you should have never been exposed to them, have stuck with you. And, and created for some of us addictions and things that we need deliverance from because of what we were exposed to before we ever needed to be exposed to them. This is why I take whole, like, I take, y'all wonder why I take so many vacations. Um, most of the times when I'm on vacation, I am either not on my phone much at all, or if I am on my phone, I post, I get off. Like, I just spend time wherever I'm at doing whatever I'm doing and kind of just try to soak in the moment because the thing about words is, and I'm very protective of how, because of things that have happened to me in the past on the internet, I'm very protective of how people's words can affect me. So like, even when we are doing something fun or even like if there's something going on in our lives that I'm excited about, we do try to hold off from posting about it or talking about it until it's done because I don't want those people's words to ruin 
how I feel about a moment or change how I feel about a moment because words can be that powerful. Pe- things people can say can really deter my mind from having a happy moment to now I'm feeling like stressed out or upset because something somebody said, a comment or something like that. You know what I mean? Yep. So I try to wait until I get back before I start posting all my pics or, you know, cause I don't want nobody to ruin that moment for me. Um, and like, it's sad that like I have to live my life like that, but that's, that's how it is. Like you just don't want those words to affect you all the time. So like I make sure I take breaks from social media, take breaks from reading all the comments and sifting through the good and the bad, trying to delete stuff, trying to like, I can't do that as much as I used to. I used to sit online and look at how, People talked about me all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And it literally brought me to a depressed point where I had to like, yeah, people wonder why I don't do YouTube as much <laughs> as I used to. It, it affected me. <laughs> so like now I'm like slowly trying to work my way back on. Like, okay, give yourself time. Because there's so, a scar there. There's there, trauma there. There's trauma there. It's like when you read stuff about you for so long, it can literally change the way you think about yourself. I thought I was immune to that because I had a good confidence. Well, but you all, we also begin to believe the lie that we tell ourselves. Right. And basically what you were saying to yourself is, oh, yeah, that don't affect me when really it did. And I watched I watched it happen to you. Right. And that's why I would because try to like- continue to speak life into you. And and you have to be able to identify this and the people that you love as well. I'm talking to y'all now um, because. I can sit there and be like, oh, man, yeah, they are saying this about you. Or I can repeat to her what I know God is saying about her. Right. Because the thing is, the devil knows your weaknesses. He knows what your weaknesses are. So it's not like people would just say any random thing to me and that's going to affect me. No, because if I know it's not true, then I'm not going to believe it. But if it's already something that I struggle with and then that's brought up, it's like, okay, now you know I'm struggling with this. Why would you say that? So then it's like that will start eating up at you and affecting you because you're already, there's certain things like I'm hard on myself. You're hard on yourself. There's certain things we're hard on ourselves about. Mm -hmm. So it's scary when somebody can point that out and you'd be like, okay, I've already beat myself up about that. So like, why would you say that? You know? Yeah. Jonathan wrote it in his song. The devil, he learns from your mistakes. Even if you don't. He knows what you sensitive about. So it's like, it ain't like. why we go in cycles. Yeah. You're never going to get attacked with something that don't affect you. Never. You're never tempted with, you are never. That's why people, I, I try to help people all the time. It's like, why am I tempted by this? Because you like because that. Because you like it. Like, you, that, that's something <laughs> that's that, that you is. like. And, like, that's why you have to be, that's why, one, you have to heal from all your issues and your traumas before you start trying to be in a romantic relationship. Because the wrong person can come up and, and they can touch all your soft spots, figuratively, um, and know exactly what to say. to be like, So you'll be like, oh, well... You know what I mean? That's something that you needed help with, but they saw that and could man- easily manipulate you because they can they can point to that and make you feel better about it temporarily, but they don't really like they're not really they don't really love you like that. Yep. So they're manipulating you. Yep. There there's a famous quote that says, "How powerful would we be if we only believed what God said about us? Where would I be in my life?" If I literally only believe what God said about me, where would you be? Just think right now. Just take a moment. Close your eyes. And just think, where would you be if you 
only believed what God said about you. Just think about our lives now. Where would we be if we hadn't met Jesus? Oh, Jesus. Or our spouse. Man, I tell you this all the time, y'all. Y'all hear me say this all the time. Jesus saved me first, but Cam saved me second. (laughs) Um, And a lot of the reason why Jesus saved me is because Cam was there to, to give me the dudge. But Cam rescued God gives me. Us people. He rescued me. That's why you got to treat from people right? The most toxic moments of my life. He re- like every single time I was in a bad situation or in a in somebody's house I shouldn't have been doing something I shouldn't have been doing. Cam would text me every time. Literally saved my life. Y'all, God knows. He we know. We man. don't know. That's why I, I love this dude. I didn't know that some of the stuff she, I just he learned. He didn't even know. I just learned when we got married. He didn't even know. Some of this stuff, I wasn't texting her to be a pastor. No, he literally just, I just would, just would be, be like, like, hey, what you doing? Like, what's up? Do you I'm off work. Skype? Like, I get text now. Like, what's good? That's it. And I'd just be like. Boom. And, but the thing is. I didn't know, but God knows. God knows everything. And the thing is, I still had a choice. I still had a choice. Let's, let's be clear. Be let's be choice. clear. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. I'm using your phrase now. Let's be clear. You always have a choice. You have a choice. You're given the option every single time. God will always give the option. Okay. So I don't know who that's for, but you have free will. You always have a choice. Choosing is love. Love is a choice. Choosing is love. Just wanted to say that. I chose Cam because deep down I knew that I really loved him. But just like friend love. Like it wasn't even like, oh my God, he's my husband. I have to leave because my husband is tech. No, it was like, man, I love this guy. I'm not going to do him like this. Let me go home and talk to him. God is a gentleman. He don't force nobody. And that's what frustrates me about the way the world portrays Christianity and like God and, and all of what we do and what we believe. They try to make it seem like we try to force things on people. No. Me, God me never. stating what I believe is not forcing anything. That's never forceful. It's never forceful. You have a choice at the end of the day. There's, there's your will and God's will. You can choose every single day. You have a choice. I'm literally thinking about when the police like knock on your door, if they really want to get in, they're not waiting for you to answer. Mm -hmm. They're knocking the door down. God never knocks the door down. Nope. He always knocks. And sometimes he just be knocking your whole life and you never answer. He stands there and waits. Either you let him in or you don't. The decision is yours. Yep. The decision is yours always and like when people ask me because a lot of i feel like a lot of people ask me this how do i build a relationship with god blah 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 i'm like you have to do that let him in you you just have to you have to communicate i hate to be extra churchy and preachy but because because you came with your notes we're really ministering right now and i really but like i really sense and feel people right now that like God has literally been knocking at your door and you've literally been asking God questions or you've been asking questions to people around you. Like, how do I let God in? How do I do this? What you need to do is you need to pray just a simple prayer. It's a prayer that I prayed when I was in, in my college dorm. I feel the power of God right now. I was in my college dorm room. I had just finished having sex. And I was crying. I was sitting at the edge of my bed and I was crying and I said, God, I cannot do this anymore. And I literally felt like David in Psalm 51. I said, God created me a clean heart and renewing me a right spirit. 
God, whatever you want me to do, as a PK, I had been running from my calling. I knew the gifts and the talents that God had given me. I knew what I, had, I, I, I was supposed to do. I knew all of the things that God had continued to show me in dreams and in visions and, and my artistic ability and writing songs and, and being in college and doing all the stuff that I did. Not, I, not that I did anything crazy, but I was not I mean, living in the will of God. And I was still writing songs to God, praise and worship songs, and they was anointed. The gift was still working even when I wasn't uh, obeying the man who gave me the gift. Oh, that's a word for somebody else. There's some people out here that ain't there living. are there are ministers right, of the oh, gospel right song. now. <laughs> they the gift will continue to work. It, they be messed as up they but live they got foul. Gifts. They got gifts. I used to be one of them. I'm not judging them to hell. I'm not condemning them to hell. But brother or sister, if you watch this, I don't know how you got to our channel, but God sees you, and and I know you feel something in your heart. That you cannot continue living like this. You may just be, uh, uh, you know, even as Justin Bieber said in, in the freedom experience, I'm just an average. Well, you number one, Justin Bieber, you're not average or regular. No, you're not. <laughs> not you have all. been given a tremendous platform to reach the people. That, so God is doing something peculiar in this time. So if you are, you have been searching for answers, just pray this prayer. God, whatever you want me to do, Ooh, I'll do it. It's a scary prayer. That's the scariest prayer you can pray. <laughs> I did an Instagram live. You can go to my Instagram. It's called dangerous, dangerous Prayers. That's dangerous. There are, there are some very dangerous prayers that we can pray. And it ain't talking about taking down the government and taking down. And, and how do I uh, bust up all the conspiracy theories? No, 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 no. Pray, if you want to pray some dangerous prayers, say, God, give me a heart like yours. Ooh. Let me love people like you love oh, people that's even harder let me serve people like you serve people i'm gonna tell you i've prayed all them prayers before and every time i pray them i get beat up because <laughs> nine times out of ten if i prayed it that means that i have an issue with it so then i gotta fix the issue that's the hard part it's like then after that i think i've prayed all those prayers and then i like i lost all my friends and like People see the friends we have now and they'd be like, oh, my God, y'all have such great friends. How do I have friends like that? OK, I just want y'all to know I lost a lot of friends. Um, I've lost more friends than I have right now. OK, man, uh, my friendships have crumbled. They have fallen apart. They have, people have cussed me out, called me all kinds of names, done all kinds of things to me. They've slandered my name. They said things about me online. They've said things about me to other people. I mean, they've made me look like trash pretty much. And I just be sitting here like. All I did was pray, Lord, I want I want to love people like you love them. And here I am getting beat up. <laughs> so just so you know, the uncomfortable conversations, they come after those prayers. But once you get past it, yep. you Go get the amazing it. relationships and success and all that stuff that you be wanting. Like you got to get through the nasty stuff first. You got to get out the mud to get to, you know. It, it, there's a process trust the process the process Guys. really really sucks oh my god it really sucks okay we're both 30 and <laughs> so it's taken time all right i have probably the most solid friendships in my life right now and this just happened like a year ago and i'm i'm Guys. pretty much 30 at this point so it, it's taken some time okay my teenage and 20s was was trash like we love Every friend that we've ever had. Yes, I, I listen. 
I have no hatred in my heart. If our, if our relationship, if the dynamic of our relationship has changed, ask questions to yourself. Because here's the thing that I can say about Vicky and I. We have been there for all of our friends. Extended ourselves above and beyond. We are probably the only couple of all of our friends who do not have children. And we've been to pretty much every birthday party. Oh, you know how many baby shower gifts I've bought? Every baby shower. Every never. we, We get gifts. Never. When I tell you never. Never have we complained to them never about going or listen never we've been even there. when it was tough i remember a couple of years ago i said to my wife this podcast is just taking on a whole different thing now i said to my wife this is the first time i had ever felt oh, like i felt it probably this bitterness day. you have been feeling it but i i didn't want i, never I didn't want my know. heart I to be hardened anybody. i didn't want my heart to be hardened because i knew you were already in that place and so I was like, God, I don't, I don't want to feel like this. And I had just got into that season. I, it was probably wintertime, too. I yeah, we couldn't be, going be outside. Some stuff. When you win the when winter you're here, hits, you got cabin fever. We be getting depressed it's, about it's stuff. <laughs> polar vortex. It's like negative 40 degrees outside. They're like telling people don't go nowhere. Yeah, that was in March. I remember. You know, be mindful of the elderly. So I'm like, look, babe. It was towards the end of a winter. I ain't going winter. to this birthday party. I'm just letting you know, right? I'm not going. It was and I'm not getting a gift. It was a hard winter. Because what happens when you see people around you get something that you've prayed for continually every year over and over and over and over and over again? What happens when the miracle that you've been asking God for, just a little bit, you see other people and then you see, you know, broken relationships and then you see you know, even celebrities and like, like, dude, he on seventeen drugs and he got nineteen kids and from eighteen different take, baby mamas ain't taking care of another. And I'm like, God, like I'm just over here just doing what you want me to do. I'm doing all this stuff at the church. I'm we taking care of my house. We taking care sex. of my wife. <laughs> we having the sex. We really, we actually really love each other. What happens when the thing that you pray for, you see everybody else get? I had to go through that season. We're still going through that season. Still. I'm not as bitter or see. upset anymore, but don't invite me to no baby shower. As you can see. <laughs> don't invite me to no baby shower. It's been 11 years. <laughs> Especially if this your fourth child. I ain't going. You have a shower yeah. and then you have a sprinkle for the second one. Then the third one, you get some some drops. Then after that, it's just condensation. I, I don't got nothing else for Listen. you. Listen. I, I, <laughs> And we, we appreciate all of you that have been praying, that have been supporting, that have been very generous and not asking my wife uh, insane questions that that are just out of order. If we just if we could just put it honestly, like if you ever want to see me turn up, like say something crazy to my wife, like I'm going to get a little bit undignified and I might say some words that I'm going to have to repent from mm. because we are <laughs> all working on uh, how we respond to conflict and things that uh, are sore spots for us. So that, you know, even our language, you know, you got you to gotta watch your language. And that's one of those things, remember I was talking about earlier, that's one of those things that I haven't really talked about on social media yet. 
in its entirety. Like, obviously, we've said things before, right. but it's like I've never wanted to be like, oh, I'm going to make a whole video about infertility and how we haven't been able to have kids. Because, one, I know we'll get to that point and we'll probably do it at some point, but I don't want to make it a thing. <laughs> Right. Because of the words. And it's even even with positive words, it can be overwhelming. Even with people saying, oh, what's going to happen this year? Or, oh, what's going to happen this You know what I mean? Like, that can be discouraging. Yes, too. because, because, because like, I, ha- I, I am like the utmost optimist. Because if it doesn't happen, then it's like, okay, you lied. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, like, it's like, okay, y'all been saying this for seven years. At this point, you don't have to say that anymore. Like, just say, we're praying for you. That's it. You don't have to say anything else. Don't have to go into a whole spiel. Don't have to give me all of your voodoo remedies. You don't have to tell me which books to read. I have all of them. You don't have to yes. give me any pictures. I have all of them. Yeah, I one have day everything. We, one day we're going to tell everything. y'all everything, and it's going to be like, it's going to blow have, your mind. I have so, I've had so many people touch my stomach. I don't need anybody to touch my stomach no more. I've had people give me things that I didn't want. They And I just set them to the side. I'm like, okay, thank you. I, I mean, there, it's to the point now where it's like, <laughs> so I've much has been a, said and done. Throwing away so much stuff before it even got to my, get this to your wife. What? There, there's so it's many things. In the garbage. At this point, I've heard it all, seen it all, been through it all. So I don't, I don't want that. So it's like, I number one, I don't want to be a pity party and I don't want people to feel bad for me because that's weird also. But the, the extra words just tend to be too much. It can be overwhelming. So that's yeah. why I kind of keep it to myself yeah. for now because I'm not ready to be inundated with all that stuff again because it's happened already in real life um which we'll talk about maybe one day <laughs> but it's like people in real life know about this okay so it's not like we just walking around nobody no like no no okay it's not that i don't be wanting nobody to know and i don't mind talking about it like i'm actually a very open person i don't mind talking about it it's just when every when everybody makes it a thing right then it's a thing and then now it's a now that's all people want to talk about Right. And we don't ever want to make something as serious as what we're going through something that we can like profit on. And yeah, we don't have, and I don't you know want saying? it to like, be. We could, you know, people, oh man, y'all need like do a conference or do a. <laughs> right. Because that's what it becomes. Then it because when you're on social media, like when you have followers, like as much as people covet that and want that it's a lot of responsibility and I want to be responsible with my platform like I want to help people and help you know other people feel encouraged but I also don't want to be a martyr you know what I mean like I don't want to be the one to like I don't know like lead the revolution like (laughs) it's a lot of responsibility to do that we never want to be the platform that's oh we gonna start a whole another YouTube, like I don't wanna Instagram, start a whole platform on Facebook, that. and TikTok on. I'm happy with just you know, being the person people go to to see outfits. Like y'all just want to see my colorful outfits. That's I'm good with just that right now. I'm good with that because it keeps my mind off of the things that I that I'm you know dealing with. It kind of helps. It's therapy for me to not talk about it. <laughs> so you know what I mean. So I, that's why if it seems like I don't want to talk about it, that's why because I don't. Yep. I don't like it's not like I don't care. It's just I'd rather not because it's a whole thing. There's a whole thing. It's a whole thing, you know, and I'm, I've always been one of those kind of private people anyways. But even still, like the words, words can be so much. They can be really heavy, good or bad. Right. Yeah, man. Be mindful of your words. Be mindful of we went on a whole 22 minute. Tangent. But no, that's a word for somebody because some of y'all friends be going through stuff you don't know about. And you need to be mindful of your words because you never know what they're going through. Be mindful. It is what it is. Haven't brought it up to you. You gotta be mindful. 
Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's like the single people waiting for a husband or wife. If you're single, how much do you hate when people ask you where your husband or your yeah, or your husband or your wife at? How much do they ask you when you gonna get married or well, are you still single? Why are you still single? But the, but just in like oh, just know oh, you, it's, your, not, your, it's never your, gonna stop. Your spouse is coming. Yeah. Oh, I I know somebody. I can hook you up with them. I have all the remedies. Well, this is what you should do. See, the reason why you're single is you you got to do this. And they like imagine that times. Uh, how many followers do I have? Cumulatively, like three, four hundred thousand, something like that. Five hundred thousand. Times that by five hundred thousand. Now also add in negative people who have everything to say right. about you. Oh, you don't even want me to go there. The things people have said to me. Yeah. This, see, word wound. Here's one. Somebody told me that I am not a good wife because I won't give my husband a child. And I waste my time talking about makeup and hair and clothes. And I'm wasting my money. And and I saw that. And guess what I wanted to do? I wanted to cuss. Oh, I blocked so quick because I was like, and I, I have words. And I did cuss. I just never <laughs> typed it out. And I ask God for forgiveness right after. Yes. I've because also been told some, There's that just I certain things you just don't it. say to somebody. I mean, I've, you know? I've heard it all. I've heard it all. Yes. You guys, will, I've heard you guys it all. just, you just don't. Oh, you're, you're too masculine. Only imagine. You're too masculine. That's why you can't have Oh, she's not really, really a woman. She probably doesn't even have a uterus. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah. Come on. You what can else? Only imagine. You can only imagine. So, yeah, we're not going, we're going to say to all the rest of that for another, a whole oh, okay. other topic. Gotcha. We, t- we took it somewhere. Totally I didn't need different. to go. I didn't mean to go there. But the word wounds be real. The word wounds be real, y'all. So at the end of the day, you got to be mindful. You got to be careful what you say to me. Be careful with me. <laughs> no, not that one. Not that one. Okay. Not that one. Sorry. Not that one. Sorry. All right. If we literally we're closing and we're done. All right, no more branches. No more branches. No more off. branches. Sorry. No more branches. You, you okay? listen. No see, more branches. The word wounds. No more branches. You triggered me. Now you got me to talk. If we are believers, whose hearts have been changed and transformed by what we believe and who we serve, then that change should not only be reflected in things we don't do no more. It should be reflected in our words. And in our mind. So take account of how you think Mm -hmm. and what you say, not just to others, but also to yourself. Because words are more powerful than you could ever imagine. Our words, last thing I'm going to say, our words are full of blessing when the heart is full of blessing. So if we fill our hearts with the love of Christ, only truth and purity can come out of our mouths. Bow your heads. Okay. Gracious Father. <laughs> Stand, I'm closing. Holy and auspicious one. Okay. We are gathered here today. <laughs> not thanking you for what you're going to do. Oh, but oh, we're thanking but you for what you've already done. <laughs> Father, we love you today. Okay. We thank you for these people, these precious hearts, these dear hearts who have gathered here on this, on this live and those that are watching the, re, the rebroadcast, you know, churches, <laughs> churches, 
churches love that now. That we, the, the rebroadcast. The rebroadcast. See, this is why you need the organ music. We thank you for those whose lives will be touched and changed forevermore. Yeah, man, we love you guys, man. Really, like, I really enjoy when the live audience is here. So, once again, if you guys would like to join the Patreon fam, please hit the link in the description. Is the link working now? Hopefully the link works. I made a whole bit.ly so that it will reroute the link so that it'll actually work. I do not know what was going on before, but if you can click the link for some of y'all who are on the live, if you're here right now, can you click the link and let me know if it's working? Because I really want to make sure that it's working. But yes, we may do surprise pop-up lives in the future every yeah. now and then every for y'all. So just be, make sure you're subscribed. If you have not already, click the subscribe button so you know if that happens. Hit the notification bell um, on you on Hit the YouTube notification bell so, so you know you when we go live, you get that, you get it, boom. But yes. Also, um, we never established this at the beginning, but this is our, what, 25th episode. Mm-hmm. We've been going hard for 25 weeks. Go hard in the Oh, I can't say that. So now <laughs> we will probably take a break and then come back with. Now? Right now? Uh, oh, I thought. Oh, this the last episode? I thought that's what we discussed downstairs. I wasn't. It wasn't really clear. Oh, this the last episode of this well, season? Because next Tuesday, I'm not going to be here. Oh, we won't. You're right. You're right. Oh, I guess we are taking a break then. Well, we're taking a break, y'all. So we're taking a break, and when we come back, I promise you, y'all, we got some guests. Yes, we do need to do. We do up. need some reconfiguration happening a little bit. Listen, we gotta get some more equipment and stuff. Yeah, y'all, we got some new equipment coming. Dang, well, this is the season finale. I'm Aww. excited. Season season finale. finale going out with a bang. <laughs> going out with it's with been a, a fun bang. season though. Oh my god, we've been recording. We've recorded 25 episodes. We've that's, been recording that's since crazy since January. We've been recording since January. They've been seeing it since February, but we've been recording since January. Wow. They crazy? They crazy. Look at it. Eight wow. months in. How do you feel? That's insane. How do you feel, babe? So much has happened. So much has happened. You guys have been with us for eight months. <laughs> it's been, a, it's, man, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. So the break is not going to be long. No, probably just like a couple weeks. But make sure y'all run the numbers up on the other videos. And we need to come back, revamp, retool. See what worked, see what didn't. And uh, come up with enough topics so that we don't run out. Yeah. <laughs> We're learning. Yeah, there'll be there'll be some we'll still be posting content on the Everything is We Instagram. So mm-hmm. stay locked and loaded over there. If you're not following, please go over to Instagram. Follow us. Everything is we. We post reels, uh, bloopers. Yeah. IGTV videos. We might go live a few times for Patreon fam. Yeah. While we're, while we're reconfiguring. For sure. And so, yeah, with all of that, um, we just wanted to say we appreciate you guys for rocking with us. We thank you guys so much for the love and the support. It's just, it's just insane. Like you have no idea uh, the gratitude that I feel in my heart uh, towards all of you guys for what you do. So round of applause for you. Appreciate everything y'all do. And uh, everything is we. Everything is we, baby. And the plot twist is when we say everything is we, that means y'all too. Everything is we. All right. When we succeed, y'all succeed. So, yep. Appreciate you guys. Until next time. Peace. Oh, no.
Thank you.